Warning. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on many topics that may not be considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen to this podcast where you can be overheard, we are not responsible for the consequences of your decision. You've been warned. and everything around us still sucks, especially in the aftermath that I just went through locally. Yeah, that sucks for you. Um, everything is awful. Uh, Dave Chappelle is trash and makes gross jokes. Scarlett uh, Johansson is trash and supports Woody Allen still. Uh, J.K. Rowling still is tweeting, uh, retreating turfs, and we all know that turfs are, turfs are garbage people. And also, there's a hurricane that has completely destroyed the Bahamas. Oh, but in good news, Brock Turner's accuser has come forth with her name and a book, which is pretty fucking cool. At least we're going to have some good news to end things off. So, hi, my name is Spill. And I'm Noelle. And this is We All Have an X Chromosome. So, get business out of the way. Um, all of our social media is linked off of our web webpage, xchromosomepodcast.com. Go there. I'm going to be doing a follow-up blog post based on some of the information that we talk about here, so there's also blogging done over there. Uh, It also has links to our Patreon, our PayPal, and everything. Thank you, Patreon subscribers. You mean the world to us. Uh, We want to be able to give better content, but as me and Noel went through to try to go through and pull up things for today's show, everything I kept on hitting was paywalls and paywalls. And paywalls. And that's what the idea of things we'll discuss around the paywalls. So we can give you a better show. We're working hard. Um, make sure we've got extra content for you. It suck. It's not sketchy, apparent, but, you know. Yep, support your artists, support your journalists, support the papers you like. And I actually went through today for the first time and donated to Wikipedia. So that could stay non-profit and on its own without any commercialism. So, yes, we're trying. Also, like, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast platforms. That helps us try to go through and work with getting sponsors. So, hopefully they could help us with this stuff, and we don't have to just rely on our listeners. Yeah. Now... Um, One last thing. Also, if anybody wants to gift us a subscription... Um, we do have an email address to sign us up for things. If you don't want to Patreon donate or whatever, um, do accept subscriptions to major reputable newspapers. If, if you want to pay for our subscriptions, that's great. We we have no problems with that. So this week, this last two weeks, basically sucked. Um, locally, well, the good thing is I got a job, but locally, um, I live in the Boston area. So I had to go through and deal with the straight pride parade. Yeah, that was, you know, what, five people? 
Uh, it was like one float and a bunch, what many people called an, uh, a walk of the incels. Um, my friend Gabe, who many of my friends uh, basically lovingly know, call him Doge, uh, he got some excellent photos. I mean, the dude knows how to take pictures, and he's got great face shots of these people that uh, need to be known for the haters they are. Um, he gave permission to post some of them onto our website, because a lot of these just show about how people suck and how people don't suck. Um, people mostly suck. Mostly suck. But in the fallout of this, prosecutors for the city of Boston wanted to drop charges for people that were arrested for basically disorderly conduct and assault. And the Suffolk County judge said, no, we're going to continue the case, even though the prosecutors don't want to, which led to one of the the defense lawyers getting arrested in the courtroom for contempt for bringing up the law because the judge would not listen to the law. So I I don't even know where to begin with that, but I've got a couple pictures that make me happy. Um, The judge, I don't, I don't even know where to begin legally with this. And my legal expert is buried. Um, I can find others, but the legal expert that owes me shit to and can answer stuff for me as a result and me not feel guilty about it um, is up to his armpits in stuff. Um, but I can dig into at least finding out how the judge has a leg to stand on um, in pushing something that the prosecution is dropping the charges on. Because the judge doesn't pick the cases, I don't think. Um, it's going to take me a while to get into the juicy details, but that'll give me something to do in my spare time. And we can get a blog post, a legal side of thing, no interpretation. Here's what's going on, kind of a thing. Right. So, yeah, the ACLU is now also involved because they're representing Susan Church, who was the lawyer that was arrested for contempt. Uh, Church was reading the case law in support of the prosecutor's requests to demiss the cases of disorderly conduct and resisting arrest connected to the demonstrations, according to the defense lawyers in the courtroom. So... While she was speaking, he found her in contempt. So, um, yeah, and basically this judge, uh, Judge Richard Sinat, uh, has been getting his, basically getting his ass handed to him by legal experts ever since this happened. So this is one of those things where Marty Walsh is at fault here. It was brought up recently that there was this festival that uh, for uh, to celebrate India. Uh, I gotta find the link in Twitter. We're in through Twitter, and Twitter's fast moving thing. Um, Marty Walsh denied permits for the big shell that we use for like big Boston festivals, like the Boston Pops and things like that, to be used for this big Indian festival, which had to go out into like deep into the suburbs until recently because it wasn't feasible for the city to to host it. However, they have no problem hosting uh, uh basically uh we hate we hate gay people parade. That's really what it was. There was one float which was uh Trump twenty twenty build a wall float, 
which a, which which a gay guy was the ringmaster of. Man, that ingrained self was the hell of it. Yeah, so people are trying to see about getting things squared away. Many people in Boston, it's uh, especially local politicians, are talking about how we just used all this money for a straight pride parade when those could that funding could have been used for better things in our local local community, especially since the people that ran the parade were outside the area. So yeah, so that's what sucks in Boston. And shortly, I, I want to say it was right before that or right after that, there was another shooting, another couple of shootings in, one in, in Texas. And another one in Minnesota at a state fair. What kind of fuckery is a shooting fair? Really? Yep. It was. It happened near the end of the fair, um, near the entrance of the fair. So, yeah, uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota. So, which leads to another thing that brought up um, Representative Crenshaw when trying to help boast the idea of the Second Amendment when a woman killed some of her attackers, one of her attackers, by shooting them, by saying, oh, by the way, based on the universal background check thing that you want to do, I can't loan a weapon to one of my friends who may be traveling long distance. No! Which AOC basically said, and why do you have to loan a friend one of your guns? If they can't pass a simple background check, right? Oh my god, just, just I. Ugh. The reason your friend can't get a gun is probably because they shouldn't have one because they're gonna murder someone. And if your friend could pass a background check and wanted a gun, they, they could, could get, get their own. The um another thing that was brought up is that the the Odessa shooting, the person bought that gun at a private sale, which doesn't require any checks. Yeah, we need to stop all private firearms, because that's fucking... It aggravates no end. No, you can't do that. If you want to sell a gun, you sell it to a dealer at a fixed... At a brick-and-mortar location, where they can, you know, check it in, log it as no longer in your possession, all that good shit. And, you know, should... We need something, some sort of structure for... If your firearm is stolen, you have to report it or you're going to be um, charged as an accessory for whatever crime is committed with that gun. You report none of this. But it was stolen. Did you report it? No. Then fuck you. Go to jail. You allowed a gun to wander around and attend it. And now people. So, Representative Crenshaw, hopefully you're loaning a gun to one of your friends and they use it without killing, in a way, without killing people that gets you in trouble. I'm sorry, there's no way to use a gun that doesn't involve killing people. Well, you could, you could go through and cause a disturbance just by shooting one up in the air. That's gotta come down. Because if you, there was recently, I remember seeing a video where a motorcycle backfired in downtown, uh, in Times Square, and people thought it was gunshots. So people freaked out. So mm-hmm. I could see someone shooting a gun in the air just to cause a scene. So rude. That's why I said without killing anybody, because I do not want people harmed by gun violence. That's that's the thing. It, that's what the, the whole gun violence thing is. Oh, because what it boils down to is guns are made to kill people. They're, yes, you could say that they're for hunting, but deep down, they're made to kill people. That's it. Yeah, they're made to take life. That's kind of the... There's no, re- there's no reason to have it, period. And... 
I, even though he's one of the many white men that are on campaign, I, I want to say that he does have a little bit of balls, and I'm hoping others step up to say the same thing. It, when uh, Beto was asked about uh, guns, he said, yep, I want to take your guns away. You're going to have to sell them back to the police because you don't need them. And I was like, well, at least someone said it. Now we have to have more people say it. Yes. But that's the closest to policy that he's actually went off and said, I'm taking your guns away. You're going to have to sell them back to the police because you don't need to have these things. <laughs> I mean, in other places, and some firearms owners are um, voluntarily surrendering their high-powered rifles because they're like, oh, God, I really don't need this. And I commend people that go off and do that because if you don't need it, you don't need it. And you don't want that thing getting into the wrong hands. Correct. So, yeah. Down with guns. Let's go into more more issues with the police, though. I'm just... Uh, before we leave the whole latest round of shooting. Okay. Um, Walmart and Kroger have both requested that you not open carry in their store. You want to be great, Walmart? Stop selling guns! I believe they're going to stop selling ammunition, which, I mean, half the problem with guns is ammo. If you can't access ammo... You know, some people might... It's just a club. Just just to point out, more people actually might go to Walmart if they stop selling guns. It was recently brought up that when Dick's Sporting Goods said, nope, we're no longer selling guns after all this, we're done, and people said that they're going to go out of business... Their business went up. Well, the uh, the advantage to them stop, no, no longer selling guns is that they had more retail space for shit that more people were interested in buying. So they just loaded up on uh, space for their fast-moving items. So, yeah, they made more money out of the space than they had been. Which is just smart. <laughs> guns aren't a big seller. Let's not carry them anymore simply because we could fill it with yoga pants. My Yoga mom, pants are still a big deal. I am glad that we did not put that poll up. Um, what? I, I forgot. I'm not going to remind you. Um, anyway, uh, my mom used to manage in a Walmart in New Hampshire. Um, there was an issue uh, because the Walmart that she managed sold guns. Um, there was this big deal because she wouldn't sell a gun to somebody that had a New York license because the, there was a gun law about transporting guns from other states into New York. And she was firm and wouldn't sell him a gun. And he was like, I'm going to speak to your manager. She goes, fine. But by the time you finish speaking to my manager, you're going to be done with your vacation. And you're going to be back in New York anyway. So you're still not going to have a gun. <laughs> and the guy just left in a huff at that point. But that was back in 2000 and 2003, I want to say. 2002, 2003. But I've lived in parts of the South and North that with the guns being prevalent in Walmarts, but at the same time, you're right. It's just wasting space when you could use that space to sell other things that other people might actually want to buy. I mean, here, all of the guns being pulled out of the local Dick's Sporting Goods makes a bunch more room to, st- to sell Ohio State-themed gear, which is guaranteed to sell. And Nike's always putting out new shit anyway, and then there's the new LeBron shoes, and, you know, that's shit that is guaranteed to sell and make money. 
because making money is capitalism, but it's sometimes still better than guns. Well, discovering that catering to what some people I know, what some people I know call amosexuals, is becoming less profitable. So the way we harness capitalism to serve our agenda is to uh, make noise and find a way to show the corporate monster that our money is there and if they do we want we'll spend it where they want us to spend it you know we'll we'll go to walmart if they're ethically paying their employees are generally not being shitbirds um you know hey eventually chick-fil-a is gonna die because we will stop everybody will get on board the let's not eat at bigotry factories and hobby lobby will go the same way because people will stop eventually we'll all stop shopping at these places and they'll fold or they'll change their their direction because they like money more than they like their ethics see capitalists are easy to manipulate because they just follow where the money is yep (laughs) but cops being assholes uh cops were assholes in boston for starters Mm -hmm. cops were assholes in boston and you had something from last week that we didn't get to because you were dead and I was dead. Yep. DeKalb? DeKalb, Illinois. Uh, there was an incident where a man was pulled over and a black man. I need to go through and make sure the story is proper in the case. And he was had something about suspect about cannabis. He was pulled over, basically forced out of his car because... He was told, if you're not going to come out of your car, you're going to be arrested for not listening to a lawful order. And immediately, he was choked down to the ground, and while in a chokehold, got tased. His girlfriend was had recorded the whole incident, and she was getting pushed away from the situation, saying that she was interfering in an investigation. What? While it was being filmed, she got closer to back to filming it. Um, he was released on his own reconnaissance after being brought to jail. Uh, the 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 Cobb County the Cobb Police have released 17 minutes of footage from various dash cams. Um, one of them you can't see shit from because it's like behind a sign, like they planned on blocking the dash cam, and the it's going to be brought to independent review with the state police. So basically, the guy had about three ounces of pot based on everything, and that's barely enough to fill my little canister of oregano in my. All right, I'm gonna. I'm lying. I have a huge canister of oregano. I'm Italian, uh, um, but uh, my little my little canister of basil because I'm not much of a fan of dry basil. But still, <coughs> he basically got and supposedly was trespassing in an apartment complex where he was driving his girlfriend to the hairdresser, driving past when the police had him pull over. So he pulled order over out of traffic, and then he was charged with trespassing at that development when the cops were trying to pull him over. So if this all the shit doesn't get thrown out, because all this shit is bullshit, and I hope he could go through and sue the fucking pants off him, because... If cops are willing, if we're willing to go through and have cities waste money on things like the straight pride pride parade, 
We don't need cops like this. And they're going to have to learn. Tune in for our next podcast all about cops being shitty. I, I mean, that's part of intersectional feminism is to acknowledge that cops are shitty. They're shitty to literally everyone. Um, oh, um, funny thing, the, which the person will not be named. Um, I'm single, so that means I attempt to date. Attempt means I don't succeed in actually getting to a date, but I attempt. Very recently, I had mentioned on one of my profiles that I'm intersectional feminist. And a person went through and matched me just to say, I bet you, you don't even know what that means. Oh my God. (laughs) And I'm like, like, well, I don't mean to mansplain, but But here's a link to my podcast. (laughs) Here's a link to my podcast. (laughs) Um, here and if I didn't remote if I didn't know what it meant, my co-host would find me and strangle me because then I went on to what intersectional feminism was, and she went, Oh, unmatch. I guess she just wanted to dick. She just wanted and I didn't get a chance to save the thing on a screen cap in time for it. Ugh. Because that would have went all over everything. <laughs> But yes, um, there are women. If someone says that they're in, uh, by the same time, I uh, a part of me wouldn't didn't mind getting called on it if the person went, "Okay, I'm sorry, you do know what it is," and it had, and I'd be like, "Apology accepted," because do you want to go out for coffee? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you do you, do you want to go off and have the coffee and talk about feminism? I'd be like, yes. And can I get you interviewed on my podcast? Please, you try to call me out. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where this is one of the cases where there's like, we want men to be allies and at the same time trying to push men away. doesn't push me away, but makes me think less of one person. I'd rather think less of one person than the, a group as a whole. Yeah. So in, in other, let, let's go into the entertainment shitty news before we get into the good news. Yes. Um, one thing I didn't post trending on Twitter is Deborah Messing is racist. Um, recently she said on a sh- on a show that um, and I under it's like I understand her point, but it was said really badly, and I might get called on the carpet for this myself. But she basically said that any black person that voted votes for Trump must have a mental illness. I mean, this is one. The only problem got going on um, with my brain. The problem with equating with the me- the problem is the mental illness part. Um, but yes, there must be some sort of disordered thinking going on if you're voting for somebody who has a who wouldn't mind seeing you die. Yes, it's just voting against your self interest requires some serious. I don't even know how to describe it without being not cool about mental health, but it's clearly some sort of cognitive dissonance. That's what I want. But granted, many of those tweets for that trending are from bots, but um, yeah. it, it was still brought up for discussions. Like, yeah, the way that she said it sucks, but still, for for black, things like Black Lives Matter, you're basically sp- spitting in the face of Black Lives Matter, supporting this asshole. Anybody that supports this asshole is Supporting things like not supporting Black Lives Matter, not supporting Planned Parenthood, not supporting... If you're voting for this asshole, you're voting for the $3.6 billion from other Pentagon projects to work toward building the border wall. 
when though that money can be used to, I don't know, keep actual soldiers safe? I mean, what the fuck, man? We could do, so we could do a, we could do a, honestly, we could do a whole show of what the fuck Trump. I have Trump blocked because I don't want to constantly see his tweets all the time. And someone recently just went off and did a screen cap on his tweet. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? Um, well, it's going to, his fucking appropriation bullshit is fucking over Ohio jobs. So yet again, Trump is finding a way to uh, fuck over Ohio. If it's not the tariffs destroying our uh, agriculture, it's taking money away from another large employer, which is right, Pat. And today, thing, today's thing was Sharpie Gate saying that basically the um, the National Weather Service thing that actually tracks the hurricanes is fake news because supposedly they said that this hurricane came, could have reached all the, all the way to Alabama. When the picture that was shown at his White House press conference thing had a black sharpie that extended the cone, and it's like, yeah, it's actually against the law to lie about weather and weather patterns. And the picture that you posted didn't have any extended weather thing there, and he's like, deny. He's basically denying that anything was changed on the thing when it's obvious that there was a black Sharpie to extend a part of the cone just so it went around out near Alabama. But this isn't the Trump podcast. We're just talking about this. this Trump's Yet this, more crimes. Yet more yeah. crimes. Uh, I'm mad at my, I'm also mad at my attorney general for backing up the uh, equal rights and some, some bullshit about there not being any explicit ge- uh, protection for gender identity. Ugh, I'm so mad about it. I can't even through it. But it's... I'm hoping the Supreme Court doesn't fuck up on October 8th. The Supreme Court is going to fuck up. However, I don't see how this can be argued as a, as a non-applying. You're not allowed to discriminate based on sex. It's right there. You can't discriminate, discriminate against a trans person because of their sex. Which is male or female. Because trans, trans boys are boys, trans girls are girls. Why are we having this? I can figure this out. I don't have a law degree. Maybe that's the problem. Since there's too many law degrees involved in this and too many godfathers. So, do we have any other non-entertainment news about things that suck? Uh, I have something that doesn't suck. I want to keep the stuff that doesn't suck to the end. Just so we can, just so we can end on a good note. You mentioned Chappelle. Oh, Dave Chappelle did bullshit things and transphobic new special. And he's still going to make all the money. It's uh, Sticks and Stones. Um, his new special um let me grab cheat i hate oh wait here's i'm just hoping that gabriel iglesias doesn't say anything stupid yeah um he's the only stand-up comic that's a man that i actually care about anymore and i'm gonna add that to who is mostly known for his stand-up comedy there are other comics that do other things that along with the stand-up, like Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah, most people know him from The Daily Show. They don't, not many know people know him from his stand-up comedy. Same thing with things like John Oliver. As much as Umbridge like John Oliver, most people know him about as Last Week Tonight and from The Daily Show, not from his regular stand-up comedy. So I'm not talking about people that do other things in the mainstream. Uh, it's, uh, the Root actually has a little breakdown. 
And that's a good title. Did Dave Chappelle use those sticks and stones to build himself a lazy shock value box? That's a good beginning. Dave Chappelle doesn't give a fuck about a fuck what people think. Wait, let me reword that. He does give a fuck. He does give enough of a fuck to respond to his critics with a one-hour comedy special. But after he says his piece, you can kiss his entire black ass, and that's that on that. So yeah. Wow, it's just this beautiful discussion of comedy and how he's not funny anymore. Um, yeah, there's some. He, there's, he made gross, uh, transphobic jokes, and it's really. Yeah, there's this cartoon that popped up about basically co- with the refrain that's been going on for years and years and years about how culture is killing comedy and you can't make a joke about anything anymore. And as this person is complaining, they keep on holding money bags and they keep on showing Netflix specials thing like crushed, censored, things like free speech, things like that, just to show, ooh, I'm edgy by getting all the same things that people don't like and it's still making me a lot of money. If you're gonna if you're gonna punch down you're not funny. Yeah. Unless you're punching down to hit Nazis that are under you. Punch away. So to add, the, so we got the black man that sucks. Now we got the white woman that sucks. Yeah, I'm going to let you go off on, on <laughs> Scarlett every, Johansson because she manages to fuck up fairly regular. Yeah. Every, and I don't know how. I don't know how you can be an Avenger and fuck up. For it's like. At this point. If she, if she just shut up about a few things or made statements that made sense or didn't try to take every single role that could have been gone to, gone to an ethnic actor or actress. Um, I heard that she's playing David Chappelle in his autobiography movie. Oh, um, I mean, A for effort, but you're del- you need to work on your delivery on that. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but re- the Hollywood Reporter just put out an article that while I do commend her for saying, I don't care who's the Democratic candidate, I'm just voting for the Democratic candidate who's going to be facing Trump, I will commend her on that. But she's still backing Woody Allen. Who did some seriously shady, creepy shit. I mean, this is not a secret that he did gross, gross things that are unacceptable in any era. I mean, even the Victorians were gone, dude. That's fucked up. I'm going to find the exact quote because, thankfully, the article is online. How do I feel about Woody Allen? Johansson lets the question hang for a moment. Ever since the Me Too movement caused Dylan Farrow's sexual abuse allegations against her father to be re-examined. Uh, that's not a part of the quote. I love Woody, she says. I believe him, and I would work with him any time. I see Woody whenever I can, and I have a lot of conversations with him about it. I have been very direct with him, and he's very direct with me. He maintains his innocence, and I believe him. As to this position feels fraught to express in the cultural environment where there is a new and powerful emphasis on believing women's allegations. Johansson says, it's hard because it's times it's a time where people are very fired up and understandably things need to be stirred up and people have a lot of passion and a lot of strong feelings and are angry and rightfully so it's an intense time. So basically she when she when she was confronted with that second part, she basically dodged the question. Of course. So 
Yeah, because um, it goes. It, it, the story actually continues when it was brought up about um, her speech that she gave about the importance of Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. and called out James Franco. Um, how could a person publicly stand by an organization that helps provide support for victims of sexual assault while privately preying on people who have no power? As she's saying to basically Franco and things of that nature. Um, but it's like, so, but then you support Woody, Woody Allen, Woody Allen. Yeah, what are we doing here? She doesn't know what she's doing, and she. I don't know how. The only way that I think that could even remotely go through and possibly derail this is, and I hate to say this because I don't want it to because it's a female-led movie, but the only way that I could see Scarlett Johansson tanking is if the new Black Widow, Widow movie tanks. I mean, Black Widow is one of my favorite characters in the comics. Um, but yeah, it's... The only way that could stop... I think the only way that could really stop her is if she's in something that's supposed to be a possible big blockbuster and it tanks. Yeah. Alright, so that's all the crappy entertainment news I have. So let's get on to the good news. Go ahead with your good news. Um, all right. Well, I you, can start because I got my article pulled up. Yeah, you can start. Um, yesterday, Chanel Miller identified herself as Brock Turner's. She is she's putting out a book. The book is being released on September 4th. It's called Know My Name. Everybody can buy it. Um, Judge Persky has been recalled. So, in case you missed that, that fucker who only gave the that a, that rapist asshole Turner three goddamn months. Um, oh, six months. I'm sorry, he served. But that judge has been recalled, so he did that job. The best. She also appeared, she's also set to appear on 60 Minutes, uh, the September 22nd episode. Watch that, um, buy her book, her, read her words, her comment, um... Uh, addressing Turner directly. She told him that he took away my worth, my privacy, my confidence, my own voice. So this is all about her reclaiming herself from the horrible, uh, violent act. That's cool. I will go through I will go through and tr- try to buy her book. Uh, I don't have TV anymore, so I won't be seeing 60 Minutes, but I'll probably be watching some clips as they are put out on the internet from that show. But this is probably the, this is probably, I will say though, this would probably be the only time I would actually be interested in watching 60 Minutes. It's always been interesting. All right. So I'm glad that she's going through and she's doing this. It, we need to, I'm glad that there is a name with the Jane Doe that is needed. And I'm glad that this helps her healing process and hopefully will help others that may be in a similar situation or have experienced similar situation. So in the long run, I hope that this is a good thing. Yes. All right. So now we're going to talk about wrestling. Wrestling? We're going to talk about wrestling. Now, this is to be giving more equal airtime to, and I'm going to probably do a blog post about this event. Um, this is trying to be giving me some equal air to, to more feminism in wrestling. Now, on May 31st, 
there is a new federation that has been going through called All Elite Wrestling. This is the wrestling federation that is working to help give healthcare benefits to the wrestlers, make sure everybody has equal pay, things of that nature. Basically, bucking the trend that the WWE is doing. And also, they're working on things of like cycling the wrestlers so they have time to rest between injuries. Or, like, rest just their daily grind bumps and things like that, which is all good things. But two things were great with this event, which was called All Out. Um, basically, AEW, before it was AEW, they started, they had this big independent festival called All In. And then when AEW started becoming a brand, they had something called Double or Nothing. Now they're doing, all, now they did All Out. Um, during All Out, two major things happened. One, a trans woman, Nyla Rose, won their Casino Battle Royal. I'm not going to go into the rules of the Battle Royal because they're just they're just colluded and you don't care about that part. However, the key thing with this is that she won this to become the one of the two women in the match that will crown the first AEW Women's Champion, which will be happening on their debut episode of their new show on TNT in October. So we're going to have a possibility of a trans woman being the first women's champion of this company on Ooh. national on national television. Yay! Yes, because so, she's a woman. And yes. turfs are, are going to be assholes either way about it, so fuck them, nobody cares. Oh, wrestling, wrestling Twitter basically got uh, all all the haters came out in force in regards to this and i was trying to go off and drum up some i was trying to basically drum up some tweets just so you could yell and scream but um unfortunately my friend trish basically said um, exactly aside, what exactly aside for they're awesome, F the sexist and uh, sexist and bigots. I'm like, well, yeah, but that doesn't help me get things for Noel Viola. Um, <laughs> but that was the first thing that happened. Now, the second thing that happened, because, you know, I've never seen this as a wrestling fan. <laughs> <coughs> And it was brought up on the show itself. Um, the main event was for the inaugural AEW Heavyweight Championship, which is the main men's championship for the new organization. Now, yes, it was two white guys going through and beating each other up. However, the match was refed by a female ref- referee, Aubrey Edwards. It was the first time ever on a major pay-per-view where a woman was refereeing a man's main event match. Now, she did a great job. She came in. You could tell that she was the law, and she wasn't letting either of the men try to bully her because she's a woman. There was this one point where she was chewing the hell out of what who later became the champion, Chris Jericho, for his actions in the ring. So... She did a great job, but then I found her Twitter, and this is one of the things that is like a but that's good. She's also fucking hilarious. Um, 
they had this big thing where she had the belt and she was basically doing the whole, all right, people, guys, I want a good, clean fight, blah, 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 blah. And basically doing what refs do in major boxing matches, which was nice as a nice departure than what most wrestling does nowadays anyway. But the AEW wants to try to have a more sports feel to the event. Um, and after that, she went through and she raised the belt for everybody to see. And she posted this thing on Twitter where people were talking about how she was doing a great job. It's like, and my whole time through my mind was, don't drop the belt, don't drop the belt, don't drop the belt, don't drop the belt, because the belt is freaking huge. And from what I understand, it's like a $30,000 belt with how much gold is on it. And to follow up, just to follow up with that, the woman's belt isn't this like dainty little belt that looks like all girly. Good. It's a ridiculous piece of hardware. It is a ridiculous piece of hardware. They were explaining just how ridiculous it was on another Twitter thing. So I want to give more credit to AEW to make sure making that the women have equal billing, which is awesome. So I want to give props to AEW. Uh, you help make strides in feminism, keep doing the good work, and hopefully other people will start following suit and we can get rid of all these haters that are wrestling fans that just think women are eye-handy. Yes. And that trans women aren't women. Oh, there were so many nerd tears about that. Oh my god. But you learn how to block, block this person, block this person, block this person. And a lot of wrestling Twitter got blocked after that. So, that being said, I think that wraps up our rant session. It's it's nice to end these things on a good note, instead of having all the rays that are built have built up over the course of the two weeks. Yeah, we needed a break. Yeah, because, honestly, last week is like, all we can do is rage. And it, when you're just all full of rage and that's it, it, it starts becoming protest fatigue. And... To continue something like this, you need to take a break. You need to realize when the fatigue is setting in. And with all the stuff that's going on, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of fatigue going on. Um, so to end with a bit of humor where uh, Noel might be... Well, Noel's going to choose sides on this question, um, but this was something that came up in a conversation that I had. Um, does... Is it... <clears throat> how am I going to word this properly? Does spaghetti go with chili? Yes! The question of the week. Does spaghetti go with chili? And we will know everyone from the area. Everyone from Southwest Ohio. So that will be the question of the week. Let's see how much of a landslide that goes in favor of Southwest Ohio. But yes, the answer, I, the, the answer is categorically yes because that is the core of Cincinnati-style chili. It goes: you put the spaghetti down, then the chili on top of it. You put the beans or and onions, then you put a giant heap of fine shred mild cheddar, and ugh, perfect. Now, as much as I as much as I personally am joking about this, I have at times gone through and have made my own homemade chili and didn't just want to have the chili and then just made some spaghetti and ate it like that. It's like, it's Mexican meat sauce. <laughs> um, but yes, that will be the question of the week and this should be just like the pumpkin spice latte IPA question. But if it's not, there'll be, it'll shock the world if it's not. <clears throat> that, so, think about that. 
while we go through and sign off. We do not have an outro, so we will awkwardly leave. That being said, my name is Bill. My name is Noelle. And we all have an extra chromosome. Uh, Get out, Craig. Get the fuck out. Bye.